Okay, Kev, there we go. Except, again, I put up the wrong channel. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yeah. I think. <laughs> you think? You're good now, I think. Am I good? Yeah, you're good okay. now. Let's pull you up a little bit. There we go. Because we were messing around in here. Do you need more volume in your ears? Eh, it's right there. It's good. That's good? That's better. Okay. Sounds better. Because it's a new distributor. Nice. So it's not the one that was... It's not new. It's a different one. <laughs> and I'm talking about stuff that people don't care about. But the point is I changed some of the equipment around. And now 985-666-0716 is calling me. Think I'm going to talk to them? I don't. No. I try not to answer any phone calls. With everything that I've been doing, I'm getting yeah. calls from people I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so they're, 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 don't leave a message. You call them back. Mm-hmm. They, they do need to talk to me, which is fine, but I don't answer normally answer numbers. like. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I mean, I, I, I just... I get the same damn spam call all the time. It's the... Uh, like you can hear the person, hello, and then it's like they break into their spe- the the computer breaks into the the you know recording. right. It's a recording, you know, yeah. it's a recording, and it makes the same ta- same sound all the time. Yes, it does. You, you, there's that sound where you pick up, and like mm-hmm. two seconds later, it goes boop. Yep, and they're telling me that I need uh, that I can sign up for Medicare. I'm like, dude, I'm 47 years old. I'm not. I'm getting the up same one. Like, hello, you need to sign up for Medicare. I'm like, hello, you need to sign up for Medicare. You are, I'm, I'm, I'm 57. I'm not old enough yet. Right, stop pushing. Oh, but door. still, you can sign up for it and it will be wonderful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Goodbye, click. Stop pushing the envelope. Stop it. <laughs> I'm old enough. Right. I don't need one more day. Not one more. <laughs> where, where is the, the intro for the show? I don't know. I'm about to get angry, Kev. You're very angry today. I'm going to... I can tell you, I'm really not in the mood. For a good reason. For I'm good not reason. in the mood. I'm not in the mood of someone who just, what I just had a conversation with before we went on air. I'm yeah. annoyed the hell on me. Yeah, you got a good one going, too. Hey, but you okay. got a lot on your plate right now. I do, but whatever. I mean, that this is life. What are you going to do about it? It's the way it is. I mean, you know, when you deal with assholes, you deal with asshole things. No, when you deal with assholes, you deal with a lot of shit. Yeah, it's the truth. Literally. It's the truth. <laughs> In more ways than one. Okay, are you ready to start the show? Dingo. All right. All right, let's try this one more time. I, it, dude, I am getting so bad at this. It's getting worse and worse. You need like a file of audio just for the show. No, what I actually need to do is to get everything onto a computer to where I go click, 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 instead of putting it on multiple devices and then having to, to, to play it <laughs> off of the devices because then you got to remember that's like the volume's up on everything. It's up on that. And you got to <laughs> streamline, streamline, stupid. At some point, I'll get it. Is it time for the bourbon yet? I'm for it. <laughs> Go get the ice. Well, on air drink. <laughs> Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter. Keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. And 
Here we are, Kev. Yes, we're allowed to talk about assholes. We can't talk about that. <laughs> That's going to be a main component today, in all honesty. Can't talk about certain things, but we can talk about assholes. Yes, it's the main thing we can talk about. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Exeter Underground Hyperlocal News and Analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gellif. He is... Kevin Fole. And we are here to entertain, annoy, piss off, uh, what other adjectives you want to use? Or would it be Get in trouble? Do you hear these people downstairs? They're screaming. I know. I was wondering. Do you hear? I I can hear through my effing headphones. Are they having a Christmas party down there? I don't know, but but it's like they're yelling. (laughs) We should go down and break it up. Mid-show. Carry it down. (laughs) So what's going on? No, nothing really. <laughs> no, nothing. Got a couple things on the plate. Yeah, not really. Not really got anything. Got a couple things on the plate. Not really anything. You just have so much. It's like you. your plate is now a teacup and it's just runneth over. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. My plate is, is at the moment, Thanksgiving. <laughs> for, the, for the obese uh, uncle that yeah. eats way too much. So one of the things that that uh, happened this week, which I, I didn't even look at, and that's not like th- that's not like me. Are you talking about the school board meeting? I'm talking about the school board meeting. I have no idea what happened. Yeah, other I than it. some dude gave a uh, gave a presentation about math. Doctor Hoyt. Okay, and like I I tried to look at it, and and as I'm skipping through it, just while you were sitting here, you were on the phone yelling at somebody, and I was skipping through it. Mm-hmm. And we're both yelling a lot. I would, I, I would that consider that's not really yelling. If you think that's yelling, you haven't heard me yell. <laughs> Ask my kids. So I'm skipping through it, and I just it's it's like they're showing his presentation, mm-hmm. and and it just looked very very generic. I have no idea what it actually said, but in looking at his presentation, it didn't seem to be like anything that was earth shattering. There was nothing. No, there wasn't. I think what it, like I said to you, I th- it was all Chinese to me, like Mandarin. I, mm-hmm. I didn't speak it as a, as a, per- that's not a teacher. I'm sure if a teacher watched it, they were fully engaged and understood. <laughs> Dude. Dude. <laughs> Now you've had too much coffee. Dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he was talking about things that teachers would understand and educators would understand. I didn't really understand. It's just another program. And this is the thing like you and I. T- so Jerry, I, he said uh, I had sent him a link about the, the Twitter 6 and 7 and now like 8, 9 are out or whatever. And he's like, oh, The I'm Twitter like, release or whatever yeah. from, from Elon, yeah. And um, he said, I'm I'm reading it now. I was, I said, well, I'm watching the Melbatos school board meeting. And it was yeah. Melbatos. <laughs> it was nothing fun or, or, or anything to really pick on him about. And it was, like I said, Josh's, Josh Hoyts, Dr. Josh Hoyts was the guy that was giving the presentation. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about a, a bunch of, honestly, I heard Charlie Brown's teacher. You know what I mean? I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> it's, it's just it's it's one of the problems that I'm not saying this to Bass Josh or anything. What I'm saying is is that we I think we just have so many programs, and one of the things that I got out from is that they're constantly changing programs, so the teachers are a little bit uneasy on what they're supposed to do. If you're changing a program every year, and your kids are still te- let's be honest, what they were talking about is the kids were testing poorly before COVID, before right. the school board. Right. destroyed the kids' education, 
Right. That's the way it should be phrased because it wasn't a pandemic or COVID that did it. It was what the draconian crap that the school board did. Um, Kids were testing poorly before that, and now they're testing poorly even worse. But they want to do another program and this program and then another program and another program and another program. It just seems like, can we please just get back to basics? It's, you know, it's why I said when they hired Christy Haller, you know, I, I was of the mind and maybe Christy's the one, maybe she is, this is not bashing her in any way, shape or form. I'm in support until she proves herself, uh, incapable of supporting and she's not there. She's doing an okay job. As far as I know, Yes, she's doing a fine job, but I was for them spending whatever the hell they had to spend to get the absolute best. If they had to spend two fifty to get a superstar, so be it. Spend two fifty to get a superstar because we're on our fourth superintendent in seven years, mm-hmm. and these kids' heads are spinning. Yeah, and at some point they have to stop spinning. Mm-hmm. I had this conversation with Mr. Campbell about this. Is like one of as my as my wife has taught third and fourth grade for 21 years and one of the things i think as a parent too you know is is like my kids have always gone to bed at seven o'clock now they're older they don't but when they were little they did even the the week that our daughter came home from hospital mm-hmm. put her to bed at seven yep it, it's consistency it's structure it's form, right it's form yes and when one of the things like i said to to mr uh, mr campbell about this the kids are like when my daughter was in the junior high, you have this teacher leaving, or this teacher leaving, or this teacher leaving, or this person leaving, and you have a kid that gets attached to a teacher and likes the teacher, and the kid's doing well, okay? okay. And then that teacher leaves. You know what I mean? You, it's the loss of structure. For what reason? Well, there's many Whatever different reason. reasons what they why they leave or okay. they left, but the problem is is that there's less and less structure, so you have this constant change. It's kind of like a a divorced mother bringing in a different boyfriend every week. Here's your new dad, kids. Right? Watching Dirt last night. I mean, that's a perfect example, right? But um, it, it, there's no structure in it. So if you're constantly changing programs and you're constantly changing this stuff, I mean, think about this. I think they're just making a mountain out of a molehill because education should not be this difficult. They didn't have all these crazy-ass programs when we were in school, and you're 10 years older than me. No, it was... I. I and you know what? I don't know what it was actually like, but it doesn't seem to me like it was all that difficult. It was, let's get the books, let's find the right uh, math book, let's get the books in, and we'll teach the kids how to do it. Yeah. that That's kind of the way it went. But then again, you know what else they didn't have? They didn't have a mandate from the federal government on IEPs mm-hmm. and all that kind of crap. True. And I mean, y- you know, which, which makes the case, makes the case very clearly why the federal government should not be involved. Yeah, I would even argue that the state government. Uh, the state constitution calls for it. Right, so and, allow it, it. and guarantee it. education is guaranteed, right? At the state level. Right. Pennsylvania. But I think what if you remember when we were in school, you'd have the same textbooks, and some of the textbooks would be beat up, right? Really <laughs> bad. 10 years old, sure. Right. But that shows the formality that they had, and the kids had this, and the kid they stayed with it through years, years, and there was that formality that they had in that structure. 
And the teacher got really good at learning how to teach things. That was the way, okay, the kids are doing this. And if you go in every year and you have a stupid different program where you send the teachers to training in the summer and to train this program, we're going to do this, and then that doesn't work. And you never have a chance. It's kind of like a a political policy that you put in. You know what I mean? It takes some time for it to run its course. Yeah. Right? So if you're going into schools and you're changing things up every year and expecting to do better, which they haven't, the proof is in the pudding. Scores are getting worse. Did did what the school board did to the kids help? No, of course not. But every year it's a different program. How hard is it? Seriously, how hard is it to teach math and English? It's not the subject that's difficult to teach. It's the children. It's not. I've heard 10 million stories from my wife in the last 21 years, right? And the kids are getting worse, and it's partly because the parents. There's no consequences. We talked about this on the phone this week. The problem with education nowadays is that how many kids get left back? How many kids are sent to summer school? None. Especially the last three years. Because of the feelings. That's why. You know the what last I mean? three years, so, so we know that they're correcting or trying to correct their error by pushing kids along. They've always done that. No kid left behind. No, but it got worse. It oh, got my God, yes. Yeah. It was COVID. bad underneath Bush with no child left behind. And what was the one that Obama did? And then Trump did what? Rise to the top or something? How about you just shut up and get out of education, federal government? In Exeter's case, we're talking about, I think it's $1.1 million now. And what did you tell me a couple months ago when we had this conversation? Where does that money go? It doesn't go towards books and stuff. It goes to it's lunch. It goes to food. Yeah. It, it's. I, I think something like 90 or 95% of it is lunch. Right. Which is crazy because the amount of money that I pay for my kids' lunch at school. Oh, dude. That's even <laughs> regulated. <laughs> that's crazy. My first year on the school board, the 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 the, the food director nutrition director or whatever the, the 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 job title is came to us and said okay well we're going to raise the 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 meal how much we charge for the meal by i think it was like 15 cents and i said wait we get like eight hundred thousand dollars from the government from the federal government and we have to raise the amount that that the kids are paying i i don't understand what's going on here did everything get that much more expensive that we need to raise it right here was the response well guidelines state guidelines say that it should be in this range and we want to get closer to the top end (laughs) they actually give them a a a range so it is either like in reading where everybody is free or they have to fall into these guidelines where it's like, uh, you know, you have to charge this much or mm. you're going to lose some type of funding or some kind of shit like that. Yeah. It's it's absolute insanity. And and when she got done explaining it, I went, okay, whatever. Like, you, you can't fight stupid. Yeah, I get a notification. And not her stupid, government stupid. I get a notification when my kid's uh, account is low. Mm-hmm. Like every month, I have to put a fifty bucks in for my son, fifty bucks in for my daughter. All right, sounds about right. But they the don't buy anything lunches. extravagant. It's like a water, and it's it's you know like maybe a, I don't know an ice cream sandwich every once in a while. My kids don't eat extravagant because I told them I was like, this is ridiculous. Oh yeah, it gets expensive, man. You're talking like three dollars for a water? Are you kidding me? 
They're charging three dollars for I water. I don't know if it's that or what. I could look at. I'd have to go home and pull it up. Because I just bought waters at the last game that we broadcast, and they were two apiece at the game. But either way, I'm just saying that it's just two dollars for the most plentiful substance on the planet. <laughs> and ninety percent, what ninety nine percent of the human body. Yeah, just rob it out. But I, I just, I going back to the educational part of it, I think the problem is that we try so many. They're trying every single thing. And I think the biggest problem, if you really look at it, is the bureaucracy of it all. There's tons of money wrapped up in what they're doing. Well, a different program. Budget, yeah. At, right. At, well, just every year, different a different program. And then they're hiring people to analyze the programs. And then they're, anal- they're hiring people to analyze the analyzers. You know what I mean? When I was a UPS man, uh, I knew all of the mailmen. In, in I, I delivered up in Pottsville. I knew all them, and, and we would stop and BS all the time. Mm. And one of them, his name was Joe Devine. Joe was was like the troublemaker, okay? Joe was the troublemaker. You guys had a lot they in had common. The, we really did. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah. so Joe was on like a watch list. Where they were busting his stuff. Well, now about Joe and I have. Now Joe and thing. I have something in common. Okay, so the, he he told me <laughs> like he flagged me down. His arms are up in the air. He sees me, so I stopped. I pulled over, and he goes, "You are not going to f and believe this one." This morning, as I'm casing my mail, putting it in the slots to put in his bag, right? He said, "My supervisor was watching me." The postmaster was watching him watch me. The person above the postmaster was watching him watch my supervisor watch me. And that person's boss was there watching him, watching my watching the postmaster, watching my supervisor watch me. I had four people watching me case my mail. That's like when you drive past them doing, you know, pen dot doing uh, fixing potholes and stuff. Yeah. There's one guy digging a hole, one guy watching the guy dig the hole, and then there's another guy watching the guy uh, that's watching the guy dig the hole. Yeah. I said, so what you're telling me is there was $500,000 plus a year watching you put letters in slots. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I watch people. Yeah, I'm a watcher. <laughs> I watch people watch people. I'm a watcher. How many people do you watch? One. At a time. <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I, just, I think that's that's what I'm saying, is there's so much money wrapped up in the, these BS programs, and it's not benefiting the kids. No. If it, if it were, then the test, the test scores would be getting better. And yeah. now this is one of the things you watch. This is going to happen because this is what our federal government's been doing. Yeah. Where the federal government broke our legs to sell us crutches and then boasts about record crutches sale. What they're gonna, this is what's going to happen. Is that they're going to sign on to some program? I can imagine all these program companies are like fighting like tooth and nail to get into these school districts, because the kids are inevitably going to test better in the next year or two, right? Oh yeah, you would think. Oh yeah, because they're actually in the classroom. And look at how great we did, right? And they're going to be look, our program's the best. Kids, the the testing went up fifteen percent. I would. Three it. years it goes down twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like the the, the well, sidebar. Did you see that the uh, what was it? The October numbers for unemployment. Yeah, they I did. They, they screwed tell up. Them, tell them. Tell them. They revised it down one point one million, and it was actually only ten thousand. 
just happened to be right before the election. We created one point. What is it? One point one nine million. Yeah, one point two million jobs. Oh, sorry, we lied about that. It was only ten thousand. <laughs> like, like this is the thing that's it's just ridiculous that they're going to destroy all these jobs and then take credit for the people coming back to work. So you threw people out of the workforce by force, and then are going to take credit for when they come back. Genius. Those I, our federal government's going by Melmath. And it was barely a ripple, Kev. <coughs> mm-hmm. You barely... If I didn't get emails from a couple of people and I didn't listen to my buddy Alan's radio show, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known it happened because it didn't come across my news transom. Yeah. They kept that really quiet. They did a great job. That came out of the Philadelphia Fed. They're the mm-hmm. ones who reported that on some obscure report yep. that they put out, mm-hmm. you know, that nobody pays any attention to. And the the news media went, yeah, okay, in the garbage. You the, know. Joseph, yeah, okay. Joseph Goebbels. What are we going to do with this, guys? Yeah. Joseph Goebbels must be just sitting there. I am so proud of you guys. You guys are doing an amazing job. You're He's, doing, you're taking what I did and putting it on steroids. Yeah. You're looking, you look what they're doing with the FBI that we paid, that the FBI paid Twitter with our tax money so they could censor, so they yep. would censor. Yep. I mean, and that's not even really getting much play. No, it's not. It, it's it, definitely they're, not they're getting. They're avoiding it like the plague. And this is the part, this is why they, they control the media. This is why they control the education. This is the part that drives me nuts. And going uh, sidebar again, sidebar, 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 is the left controls absolutely everything. Everything. Culture, arts, movies, TV, all of government, the bureaucracy, education, right. and the media. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, Fox News. And listen, I don't even have TV. I don't watch TV. I don't even watch Fox News. But they complain about Fox News. That's one. Yeah. And then you have MSNBC, NBC, CBS, ABC, PBS, all of them. On and on ad infinite. And you, but you control that. And then you just, uh, and people don't know. And then they vote. And they're, they're literally useful idiots. So that's actually making a really nice segue. To uh, to what for me is the big issue in Exeter, which is me. <laughs> Somebody called me uh, the other day, and and I said, "So what's going on?" <laughs> and he said, "I think you're going on." Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on with Jerry these days. So that we can't talk about. Can't talk about the specifics, and can speak about it in the general. Okay, so in the general, uh, as we mentioned in episode 35.1, because episode 35 got taken down by court order. On that your in site. in and of itself. On your site. On all sites, Kevin. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes, Jerry. <laughs> when he calls me Kevin, that's when it's. Z- <laughs> zip it. So. Now you made me lose my track. All right, I'm back. Got it. Back on track. Good. So since 35 had was was taken down, we we did a 35.1, but it was kind of slipshod. I was a little drunk, and Were I don't you? know if it made yeah a little bit, a little bit, hmm. a little bit mildly, because uh, uh, we did it from my basement. True. 
and wearing the headphones that we use for the sports. Right, that's why I sounded so far away because my head is so damn big that the microphone didn't fit all the way around in my mouth. There's that too. Mm-hmm. So what it comes down to is that I, I'm sure most of the people in this audience know that the township is suing me over oh, they, they something are, they that are? I yes they are oh. over something that I put on the Exeter Examiner that I can't talk about, right. but was forced to take down. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's as much as I'm willing to say. Okay. However, you know, Kevin, I had a moment of clarity yesterday. You know, what this is really about is that the supervisors hate our rights. They do. They hate our They hate that we have a right to anything. Mm-hmm. They hate that we have a right to the information that we pay for, and they keep it from us. You could, if they're keeping this Dave Hughes report from us, mm-hmm. that's to me that's a tiny harassment report. That's a tiny little portion of everything. What's the big stuff they're keeping? You could from go us? as far as as um, which I've read reports on before. Ted had labeled this a sexual assault report. He threw the word sexual in front of it way back before this. I don't know if it was him, but I know I can point to. Chad Schnee throwing the word uh, solicitor, throwing the word sexual into it right. a few weeks. Oh, the week that they that they uh, you know spiked the football, mm-hmm. talking about my yes right to know mm-hmm. getting you Exem- know, bl- exemption. Yeah, exemption okay. seventeen. Right. That's that, and that's that's the part is again how many people in the township think that Dave Hughes sexually assaulted somebody. Right, exactly. Which is a huge deal. Which is a playbook that has been done by the by the left forever, forever. Yeah, that and they don't pay taxes. <laughs> Next, so, they'll come out. Dave Hughes doesn't pay taxes. <laughs> so now we we have this going on, and and I had this moment of clarity in which I said to myself, you know, the reality is the supervisors, the township is not suing me. They're suing the Constitution, Kevin. And the people of Exeter and their right to know. They are suing the Constitution. They don't like the Constitution. No. They don't. The supervisors have said, Constitution, kiss my ass. Maybe they That's need, what they're saying with this action. Maybe they need to read the, the rights of the press and a free press. The First Amendment's a good starting point since it's first. But I would also argue that they don't like... Or maybe they even hate the people of Exeter. Oh, it's that's because, not a question. It's because if you're if you don't want people to know something, why? Why don't you want them to know? Really what, think about that. What are you hiding and why are you coming after the only person who's coming at you to stop you? But, to expose the lies and the garbage and the backroom deals that you're pulling. Backroom deals like um Ted Gardella negotiating with Craig Poole to turn over the entirety of the Reading Country Club, despite the fact that he was given no authority to do so by the board. That would be a board call. But didn't Betsy also start an investigation that didn't get board vote on? I don't have any idea about that. That's mm. that's what Dave Hughes says. Mm. He says there was an investigation uh, by a company called SRW. The board never approved it. She did. Like I don't know what the hell happened. Six there. grand We're or something, to, right? Almost seven. We're going to have to dig into that at some point and expose that lie, too, because it's coming. 
However, got a little bit on my plate right now. <laughs> not doing a lot of effing investigating. Riding okay? around with a little bit on my plate. Yeah. I'm just so with the township suing the constitution by way of me, mm-hmm. I am so fortunate. And and we didn't say this on air because I, I didn't have it we in couldn't place at yet. that point. Right. So I have been uh, I'm being represented by uh, an, a, a legal organization called the Reporters Committee for Freedom of the Press. Nice. And it's a national organization that tr- that uh, defends First Amendment rights, freedom of the press issues. Very nice. OK. Uh, a friend put me in touch with them through another person. And by the time I got off the phone with my lawyer, she said, please, Jerry, let me defend this. Yeah. Please. See, they love this stuff. They do. And, and she, what, what did she say to me? It was so funny. Ted's an I, asshole? I, I, no, that was me. Oh. <laughs> I, it, it doesn't matter. I can't remember what it was that she said that, that was so amusing. But but she she was like, I live for this, man. You don't get... Please let me do this. And and then she got she had authorization that very night. Hold on. Here's the thing. Who doesn't... I love the naysayers. It's so funny that you just don't get it. You mean the dumb people? Well, yeah, maybe they are, yes. But who doesn't love a person standing up to government that is trying to squash your rights? Like, how can you, the people that are like commenting on Nextdoor, and I can read some comments. I can't, I'm not, I don't have a Facebook account, but if you Google certain people's Facebook pages, uh, if they're public, you can, can say the Exeter informant. The Exeter I'm informant okay or yours or whatever. Because, because I was being general. I, I know you were. You can say Exeter informant. Because the Exeter informant. Mike did the a great job examiner, of covering this. He did. And you read some of the comments from the people, and I'm just, I don't think, I, 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 I think Mike understands it. Um, Mike 100% understands Because he just it. lays it out. Because he knows that he's next if he says the wrong it's, thing. Well, he's not a dummy. No, it's not just that. It's what, what if Mike has leaked something? Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. So it's not, this is a, this is, this case sets a heck of a precedent for townships across the nation. And I, I, the people that I, I isn't it in our blood as Americans that when government tries to oppress us that we fight back? We rebel? Isn't that in our blood? It's supposed to be. It's in my blood. It's in your blood. Why isn't it in other people's blood? Why are there people like commenting on, on Mike's site? Like they won't bring it to my site no. because they know that I'll beat the shit out of them. I'll over. tell you why. But I won't do it on the Exeter Informant because I won't do that to Mike. Right. I made a promise to him that the most I will do is I'll go like, I won't comment in his thing because it'll turn into a whole deal. Right. And I don't want to do that. I've read some comments on both yours and his on Mike Japina's place. Yeah. And you can see how people comment. One even commented that he lived his life by emotion. And that is our point that we talk yeah. about all the time. Yes. Dude, if you're yes. if you're living your life by emotion, yeah. that is not a good way to live your life. It's not. It's, it's a very It's a very feminine way. way to run a life. It For is. a man? Yep. Right, because it's one of the reasons why men are filled in Arlington Cemetery and not women. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's just the way our bodies chemically work. The point is, the dude wrote that comment, which is funny, but it's also you can just see people that their their hatred for Dave Hughes mm-hmm. and their hatred for you 
clouds their mind. Literally clouds their mind to the point that they don't. This is the part we saw this. What did the what the actor just Tim Robbins just came out and did an interview with uh, Russell Brand? Okay. Okay. And he did the interview and he was he was saying we've become a hateful nation. And I was sitting there listening to the interview and I was like, no, dude, it's people like you and the left who wanted people like me who are unvaccinated to get on rail cars and and not get health care if we had heart attacks and everything. Right. And he was saying how horrible that was and everything. Good for him coming out. I give him credit. But you have to he has to recognize that he was one of those people and he didn't do that. He didn't apologize for the No. But this is the part. It's the same that is the same premise with the people like on the extra informant, the extra underground. They don't they don't care that you have rights. They don't think you should have rights. Right. And if you have listened, to, if you've read my Facebook post, some of the people that read my Facebook post for a long, long time, 20 years, I wrote a lot extensively about dishuman, uh, dehumanization. Okay. I talked about it a little bit on the show. As you could see that they were doing that, the Trump supporters, by calling them maggots. Okay. Right. Guess what? The Nazis and their supporters did that to Jews back in the day. Go back and look at some of the some of the literature that was They literally posted. called them maggots. Exactly. Yeah. It's dehumanization. Yeah. Okay. When so when you've been so dehumanized and the propaganda has made you think that other people don't deserve rights, you're de- that's dehumanization. Okay, which is really, really scary to do. But that's what they did during COVID. You know what I mean? Yep. There was people that now that everybody's domestic terrorists. And I had talked about this with my with my military guys is like they said they said to me in the next couple of years, you're going to start seeing a war on terror 2.0 and it's going to be done against Americans. And here we are. And this was two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. before COVID. And that's what you're seeing. So you have this, everybody that you don't agree with the state is a domestic terrorist. Everybody that yep. didn't want to go along with the tyranny of lockdowns and, and mass and, and jabs, yeah. you are you are considered a domestic terrorist. And you don't deserve rights because domestic terrorists, that's why they use this term. Domestic terrorists don't have rights. You lose your constitutional rights when they put that label on you. That's why they use it. Okay? So am I a domestic terrorist? Not in my mind. <laughs> but what I'm saying is is the dehumanization has trickled down to people like you where they don't think that you deserve your First Amendment rights. Right. And and the, the funny thing is they don't recognize that my First Amendment rights affect theirs. And if these thugs, and I'm going to call them thugs, in the township building, in the supervisors, these thugs. Did I say thugs yet? Because the supervisors are effing thugs, okay? And they're all on it, too. They're all, all of them that signed on. I would still like to see the right to nose, or if this was done by phone or whatever, between Michelle, Dave Vollmer, George Bell, and Ted Gardell, and and Chadwick Schnee. Then file the right to know. File it. They either did it. Stop talking about it and do it. (laughs) You have to show me how to do it. But if they do it by the, if they did it by phone, then okay. You know what I mean? This is part of the problem. If they just did it by the phone, because I believe we know somebody was called. We'll see. Mm-hmm. So these thugs, they, it, it, what is it going to take for people to realize they're coming after him? I could be next. They don't see it that way. They don't because I mean, and I'm not saying the Exeter police would do this, but what if? Ted Goebbels. How's that? That's pretty good. good. That's pretty, pretty good. good. You like that? Start sending the police 
after people mm -hmm. because they say something. What if? I'm not saying it would happen. I'm not saying the Exeter police would do it. They might well take a billy club and stick it up his ass if he tried. Mm -hmm. But the point being... This is a harassment. What too. if? Exactly. I mean, we don't know that it isn't happening. Mm -hmm. If it's happening to anybody, can you tell me? Yeah. And and that's the next thing will blow up or something. I mean, I don't know, but but it's I wouldn't put it past them. No, I don't put anything past these people, quote unquote people. Mm hmm. I maybe mean, you're it, breaking a really... code, or maybe you're breaking a code or something. I don't know. And then and Ted knows about it, and then he's going to send someone after you. I don't know. It, it's not even that. It I, I'm talking about. Uh, Going after somebody for for political? No, it's any. I don't put that past them. Any I don't. Not after this action. No, any type of harassment. because it is clear to me that they are coming after me this hard because I hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. It's just like the it's just like the federal government's doing people to in America right now. Right. It's funny that they don't see it that way. It scares me. It, it scares me it that scare, other people. It should scare you. And, and should scare everyone. And yeah. this is what we talked about on the last show. It's it's really it's one of the reasons why I retired from all this is because <clears throat> it's incredibly difficult and and it burns you out when you're fighting for people's rights and they don't even realize that they're losing their rights. Hundred percent. And I got so burned out after twenty years, and I just five years real hardcore doing it. I just it's like people don't even get the big picture. Not only do they not care, because I literally think they live hour by hour. They can't. They can't see next week. Let them, they're the the political minds of people are so short. It's just, it's, and they, it, it's weird because because I never thought of people like intentionally not wanting to make connections. But from this, I can see that there are people who intentionally don't want to make connections. Mm -hmm. They intentionally don't want to say, this could affect me. And if it could affect me, I need to step into a fight. Right, because what's to say somebody goes to a township meeting and starts speaking out, and then Ted and George Bell and the rest of them go after him like they did you? Because they're thugs? Mm -hmm. Yes, because it could very well happen. Ted Goebbels. That's very well could happen. And people, if you don't think that can happen, let's remind somebody or the rest of us listening here, somebody went and asked Fred Whitehawk to take something down, didn't they? They did. Mm -hmm. That was Dave Vollmer. Yep. Mr. Captain America asking Fred Whitehawk, a private citizen, to take something down off his social media. Yep. That's, that's, that's pretty messed up. It's not pretty messed up. It's completely messed up. Yep. Captain America, Mr. Where All the... the America, well, nowadays, maybe he's just representing the federal government underneath Biden. Maybe he's just representing his own interests, which are embodied in four people. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you put your cards all on that on that team. Yep. And that's what he's done. It's sad. Yeah. But it, it, asking a, a, t a township supervisor that wears red, white, and blue constantly to show his patriotism. Mm-hmm contacted a private citizen and asked him to remove something from his social media because it made him look bad. Dude, I wouldn't even have the balls to ask somebody to take that down. <laughs> no. Like, it wouldn't occur to me to do it, but I wouldn't have the balls to ask. 
It shows that your your basic mindset is authoritarian thug. Mm-hmm. That's what it shows. Hey, hey uh, Freddie, why don't you take that one down for me there, bud? Or what are you going to do if I don't? Well, we could see a little bit of trouble for you. Oh, okay. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, there could be problems. Oh, okay. There could be problems. <laughs> do I have to pay you like 10%, give you a little little envelope full of cash every month too? Huh? What's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it's not... You I don't break, think it's, gonna, it's in any way, shape, or form outside of the realm of possibilities. But that's a well. He just called him and asked him to take it down. Oh my God! Have you ever picked up a history book before, you idiot? <laughs> right? What's, what's what? What are they going to come? What was Dave Vollmer next going to go to Fred's house and confront him about it? You know, Fred. I that's did the next ask step. You. I did ask you. Now I got to insist. Yeah. Hey. Maybe, uh, you know, we'll, your tires won't be real full of air tomorrow morning. <laughs> you know? Dude, I put nothing past them. If you're this willing past to... week has shown me. I put nothing past these thugs. What was Volmer thinking when he was like, let's see here. I'm going to contact Fred Whitehawk here. Let's write this. Did he do it by email or by phone? I have no idea. Either or. I'm going to contact him and ask him to take down that post. Why don't you take that down? And then Joe Smith said poopy on this post on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I got to talk to him next. He said Dufresne. We need to take... um, This guy said uh, Dufresne, so we have to make sure he's They're making fun of my Dufresne. Mm -hmm. Numbers. uh, Crayons. We can't can't have that. That's next. Like, did you... (laughs) How long is it going to be? I mean, well... This show, an episode was taken down. Yeah, come to my house. See how that works out for you. Ask me to take something down. An episode of this show was censored. Mm-hmm. Now, it may be temporary. Mm-hmm. And if we win this case, that goddamn thing is going up so fast mm-hmm. that it would make your head spin and if then, I can oh. find it. If I can find it <laughs> cached somewhere, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Who knows? I might be able to help. I don't know. But the show after that, it goes back up too. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> then we can talk about that fully. But I, I going back. I think it's just <sighs> Dave Volmer. What are you doing? The hell are you doing? What are you thinking? I have no idea. For, what and he's this thinking. is the crazy part too. Fred has publicly stated that he's going to run for supervisor. Oh, it's even worse. Now that's literally that's a great point. It is literally a political opponent. Yep. So he's 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 asking a political opponent to step down. Yeah. Or uh, to uh, take something down. Yeah. Wow. Right. Wow. Very interesting, Mister Captain America. Super nice guy. I'm told. I don't know if he is or not. All I'm saying is the dude that wears the most patriotic stuff at the meetings contacted a private citizen who's also running for supervisor, which would be a political opponent, to take something down off of social media. I, I, I'm, I'm suffering badly <coughs> here, pal. I'm suffering badly. I, I would, well, it's between the coffee and being pissed. Okay. So <laughs> we have, uh, I came across hmm. a phone call of Dave Vollmer. Hmm. Calling Fred Whitehawk, asking him to take down. Oh, did you do that this post? Without, you did it without me knowing. 
You didn't tell me. Uh, yeah, I came across it. I, no. I come across these things every once in a while. I just go looking for stuff and How I you find doing? it. Okay? Mm. And here it is. Here's Volmer. Here's Volmer. Hang on. <laughs> That's not Volmer. Is this the king of Tulsa? This is Volmer. Du, meine Arbeit für Richtigkeit, ob du glaubst, Okay, what he said there was, Fred, <laughs> I need a favor. How about how you do me a? How about you do me one? Do me a solid. Mm. Okay, go back to it. That post you made on Facebook, I'm going to need you to take it down. Your German's good. This is not German. This is supervisor. Oh. It's a whole other language. I thought Dave could It's do. one where, where the Bill of Rights doesn't matter. Mm. This is the language that the Exeter supervisors speak. Fred, buddy, do me a solid. That was it, basically. <laughs> Take that social media post out. Yeah, basically that was it. Like, what are you thinking? I don't know. I, I, I am completely befuddled, and I am more befuddled by people's reaction to this thuggery. Yeah, you don't. I haven't seen any talk of that. I've just seen talk about you and what's going on with you. I haven't seen any talk about and how what, I'm the asshole. <laughs> no, there's some. There is some support for you, but what I'm saying is, is that there's been no talk that I've seen about what Volmer did. I don't know how many other than listeners on the show know about this. Well, I, I think that we're the ones publicizing. I don't know that it's public knowledge. Did Fred say anything on the socials? Or did Dave well, ask him to take that idea. down, too? He might ask him to take that right? down. Like, that's just utterly ridiculous. We may be beating a dead horse right now with this, but the point is is that that's incredibly scary. What's next? You yeah. always if, if, if a person is willing to do that, you have to ask what else are they willing to do. What are they capable of? Right. If your government was willing to throw you out of your job and throw your kids out of your school and force you to wear a diaper on your face that didn't work and actually ho caused harm, what else are they willing to do? If Dave Vollmer's willing to contact Fred and say, hey, bud, you need to take that thing down, or would you take that thing down? Just even asking. Just even asking a political opponent to take something down? Wow. You know what, what else would he do? Of? What else would they do? Want me to tell you what they're capable of? I think you're going to. They're very capable of this. Du, meine Arbeit für Richtigkeit. Ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig Got a lot of you got a lot of Hitler on your phone for a weird reason. <laughs> it's not Hitler. That was Volmer. Volmer. Sorry, Volmer. I meant Volmer. I got a lot of Volmer on my phone for a lot of Volmer for no reason. Um, you know, we're speaking of Volmer. I mean, I don't know. I I just uh, do. We have the Captain America song. We don't have a Captain America song, but Damn we do it. have this. We do have this. I'd like to uh, make a motion to defrain. Dufresne. 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 
If you could defrain from putting that political post up on there, Freddie, when you take that thing down, Mr. Whitehawk. That'd be awesome. Unreal. Unreal. So uh, one other thing I want to get in, in connection to this is, you, you know, all the supervisors talk about transparency. <laughs> they talk about transparency and how they're being so transparent. Hmm. Uh, transparent people and transparent and transparent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, th- the amazing thing is that we have from this very show instances of one of the supervisors castigating other people. For their lack of transparency. Interesting. Who would that be? It would be Ted Gardella, because I don't know if you remember, Hmm. because it seems like so long ago, Mm -hmm. but he was the co-host of this show at the beginning before you came in. I only listened once because it was so boring with him on it, to be honest with you, and his voice is so insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) So I pulled some clips Mm. of talk of, you know, whether transparent, not transparent, whatever. Okay? Lack of transparency. And here's the one. Here's one of them. He, I, I think that just the fact, like you said, so many things are piling up. Right. That was me. No shit. Yeah. They, it, people don't appreciate enough, I think, the importance of meeting minutes. I you know, And they're currently <clears throat> three or four behind because, so what we're talking about was the point at which Right near the beginning of the year, Township had lost the person who was doing the meeting minutes. Right. And they gave somebody, and, and I'll probably, I think I get into it in this point. They paid somebody extra to do it, and she still wasn't getting it done. And so Shocking. It, it created a lack of transparency because people didn't know what was going on. So they, they lost, what was her name? Lori Getz. Right. And she did actually a pretty good job with meeting minutes. So they lose her and they give another employee a $500 bonus for two months to get the meeting minutes done. And, and the meeting done. minutes don't get done. And see, that's a, you know, when you, when you run on making a pledge on transparency and then you can't even get something basic like meeting minutes out, yeah. that's really, you know, it, it causes people to say, wait a minute, you ran on being transparent. Right. And I can't even get, you know, I can't take the time every week, every two weeks to come to the meetings and, and watch over you. I need those minutes. I need the agenda. I need to know. Wasn't Isn't he, that great? Wasn't he, hold on, wasn't he selected <clears throat> for transparency? He was selected because of transparency. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Just checking. That's so, interesting. So here's another one. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this one's relatively short. Pandemic. I, I know um, I, I was watching a, an interview of uh, former Governor Jeb Bush and, and uh, you know, I can't even listen to his voice. I, I can't. <laughs> it's insufferable. So, it really is. So so I pulled four clips of him castigating either the school board or the supervisors about not being transparent. Mm-hmm. And it took him that. roughly 10 minutes yeah. to not be transparent. And, and then you use the full weight of the township to go after someone who's trying to get some transparency. Right. Right. Interesting. So not only are you not being transparent, you're using the full weight of the township and the taxpayers' money to continue being to continue the township's lack of transparency right. that you once complained about. Precisely. Interesting. Precisely. Wow. So add this all together in a mix of clay and you come up with phony bastard. <laughs> 
It's a it's a big piece of clay of yeah. phony with a mustache and glasses. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. Huh. How about that? So now um it came up with a song. We've got a song. It. I love it. Did you like it? I did. I did. I enjoyed it very much so. Okay. Because I'm getting pushed back from people. But here's the good news. <laughs> not from me. No, not from you. <laughs> You're a bigger asshole than I am. <laughs> Just let it fly, brother. Let it fly. <laughs> okay. So uh, this is called Old McTeddy. The Exeter supervisors hate your rights. Let's sing about it, kids. Ted Gardella is a dick. Let's run him out of town. He hates your rights and he's a dick. Let's run him out of town. He's an asshole here. He's an asshole there. Here an ass, there an ass, everywhere an asshole. Ted Gardella is a dick. Let's run him out of town. Michelle Kircher cannot count. Let's run her out of town. She hates your rights and cannot count. Let's run her out of town. She thinks that four is less than one, but one person can't outvote four. Michelle Kircher hates your rights. Let's run her out of town. Dave Vollmer, he hates your rights. Let's run him out of town. He feels that thinking is for nerds. Let's run him out of town. He should defrain from opining. Defrain, 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 defrain. Oh, Dave Vollmer hates your rights. Let's run him out of town. Old George Bell, he hates your rights. Let's run him out of town. He hates your rights and hates your rights. Let's run him out of town. He hates your rights and hates your rights. This fucking guy really hates your rights. Oh, George Bell, he hates your rights. Let's run him out of town. It was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> it's right up there with the Beatles. I put Paul McCartney to shame on that one. You did. I... If he ever was here, yeah, he would probably praise you. <clears throat> he would, sir, Paul McCartney. Yeah, he'd be like, "Hey, you want to? We can't go take you to the Queen because she just died, but we can take you up to Charles, and he can probably knight you." Yeah, or I could just give you my, you know, knighthood. <laughs> just give you mine. Well, yeah, but that was <laughs> that was a heck of that's a real humdinger. Yeah, it's a good one. I, like I think it. we're gonna hear that every week. The, Until I get tired of it. Mercury Records is like, hey, Jerry. <laughs> you can't sing worth a shit. Come and sing for us. Well, that's a lot of people nowadays. They're signing left and right, aren't they? Yeah. No, that was very that was very um, spot on. Right? Michelle can't count. Hence, four Gator one. Yep. And they all signed on to this, so they do hate your rights. They hate our rights. There was not they any part of They hate our rights. So I'm going to ask you, what did, what did the lawyer think about that song? She said, well, they're not going to be happy about it, but... Uh, let it you know, fly. Yeah, you're not saying anything about what you can't talk about, so just let it go. Just throw it out there and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and, well... But how disgusting is it that I got to run something like that by her? Mm-hmm. How disgusting... We live in an effing, like, insane autocratic township because I got to run that by a lawyer, and all it does is says they're an asshole. Welcome to America. 
Welcome to Exeter Township. I had a guy. I went to, I went to Wawa today to get a coffee, and they didn't have any twenty-four ounce coffees. And this kid, he wasn't a kid. I don't know how old he was. He was a lot younger than me. He's like, "There's no twenty-four ounce cups." Welcome to America. Everyone's <laughs> pissed off at everything. I was like, "They're, they're pissed cup. about cups." Yeah, right, it's a cup, dude. I need 24. 18's not good enough, dude. Give me my Joe. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's par for the course. Now they go after you, so you have to, you have to contact your council. I know. The point that you even have to have a council is kind of fun. Oh, it's insanity. So let's turn it to something fun. Okay. Shall we? Mm-hmm. Where, what's next? What's next is the T-shirts. Yes. The T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, we've got our pricing. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have two T-shirts mm-hmm. that we're going to be selling. Yes. Okay. Number one is uh, your four Gator one. Yes. Which mocks Michelle, who can't count. Correct. And the other one is Defrain, which is a little bit your yours is a little bit more of a professional. It looks a lot better. But mine is not meant to look professional. Mine is meant to look like a fourth grader said it. Yours makes a good statement because she clearly counts like less than a fourth grade fourth grader. She she counts like a like a three year old. Right. Four is more th- is less than one, right? Da. <laughs> da. Da. Four is less than one. Da. Yeah. And they're gonna be great shirts. Great quality. Yes. So the what they're gonna look like is the, the Exeter Underground logo is going to be on maybe the left shoulder, mm-hmm. and then the, the display will be on the front. Yes. So if you're interested in getting a shirt, send me a, send us a message through Facebook or something. Uh, we're, only getting, we're only getting one size made. Yeah, extra large. Yeah, getting extra large because, as Kev said to me, he's figuring for some shrinkage. Yes. It's cold out. Oh, we're talking about washing clothes. Okay. We're talking about clothing. Not the weather. Yes. So if you're interested, the T-shirts uh, are available for sale. I'm going to put a a, a a sale page up on on the examiner's um website. what do you call that web page mm-hmm. website? That call that a website? Was that taken down yet? Yeah, not no, not yet. Just one, <laughs> just one story. You're going to get a cease and exist with a four Gator One T-shirt and a Defrain T-shirt. Oh, not a question. Not a question. And then we're gonna have cease and desist. Oh, there you go. Next T-shirt. Yeah. Cease and des- hashtag cease and desist. Dude, we're gonna have so much fun mocking them. It's gonna be so much fun. Exeter Underground has to cease. It already has been. So if you'd like an Exeter Underground T-shirt, either Defrain or Four Gator One, send me a message. Until which point is I get the the web page up? Yes. So, and that will do it for show content. You want to take some calls, maybe? Sure. Okay, folks, if you want to call in, 610-451-7085. That's 610-451-7085 to talk to Kevin and I about what's going on. So, you also, so I, I asked you before, uh, before the show about the boys' basketball. You said they whooped. But what, 65 to 34 Dude, or something? 64-38, uh, I think it was. Yeah. I, I, it was a supreme, a really well-played game. And, and they had to work around some referees that were just 
itching to give them fouls too. Yeah, I know how that goes. I I fouled out of pretty much every game I ever played. Well, that that's not good. That's when you're when you're the size of a man, and the rest are like regular sized high school kids. That's why I can imagine Cachese has the same damn problem. Cheese was one was not oddly enough. Maybe the smallest guy on the team was the one who got into foul trouble in the first quarter. Yeah, I just Zion I, Pascal because they they were ticky tacking him. Uh, you it's know, also the beginning. Of kind every of, time he took a deep breath, he got a foul. How many games in are they? They are what are they? Four or five games in. So I've known this. So normally, what the refs will do is they'll be real ticky tack in the beginning of the season to set a precedent. Be like, okay, these guys, we can't do this. You can't do that. Kind of like what they do in the NFL too. You know what I mean? Right. So they do this and this and everything, and then okay, throughout the mid middle of the season, towards the end of the season, everybody's gotten a little bit used to everybody. Sure. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, big kids have big problems when they. You start moving that body around, man. Yeah. That's why I got in trouble. You're going to run into a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you knock over a little kid and then they're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> eh. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Like I told you before, we played Central Catholic and all those kids were small. They were all five, six and under. Yep. I used to, I used to have great games. They'd kick the crap out of us, but I had great games because they were all so small. I didn't realize five, six was small, but. Well, I'm six five, yeah. <laughs> Compared to me, I'm nine inches taller than you. Yeah, right. Eleven, actually. Is it that much? Right. It's How eleven. Tall? How tall are you? Five six. Oh. That's why it wasn't short. <laughs> <laughs> because it's got to be about me. Well, of course. Well, it is. I mean, you got that plate is so big; it it's runneth over, Jerry. I give you credit, man. You're 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 standing tall. Like I said before, no one's gonna out asshole you. No, not in any way, shape, or form. And this is the part, like I had said to Connie that night, I was like, I know you you can't let it totally consume you. You have to be able to turn it off. Yeah. But it also, I know this gives you energy. When people, when this is one thing that I love about you, is when someone's trying to poo-poo on you and take your rights that you know that you have. The Constitution says, A, you know you got it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll stand up and fight because the understanding, the precedent that it sets for the rest of us. But you did say you're also a little tired of being, you know, the Moses through the, through the water. But the, oh, I, I, I hate being Moses leading the Jews out of Egypt. I really do because I've been doing this all my life. And every time I turn around and nobody's standing behind me. Been there. And there, there's like, you know, the, uh, the Egyptian army. And I'm going, ah. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that too, man. I was like. I mean, my one side of my whole family, but they didn't talk to me. They still doesn't talk to me. You know what I mean? I've you probably had, I, deserved it. <clears throat> I wouldn't doubt it. But I had friends that I grew up with that knew me from kindergarten. Like when Barack Obama was running, man. And I said I didn't like him. I read his book. I knew what he was about. Yeah. I knew what his policies and who was behind him. And who, I mean, Citibank pretty much named his whole... Um, Populated his entire treasury cabinet. department, et cetera. No, know. this whole cabinet. Cabinet. Right? Cabinet. So I knew all this stuff, so I I, I would say this. And they, they uh, people that I knew since I was in kindergarten elementary school called me a racist because I didn't like Barack Obama. I'm like, I, I'm, I've known you my entire life. And all of a sudden, I'm a racist. Right. Because a black guy's president, I'm a racist. <laughs> right. And he's not even black. The well, guy's white and Arabic. Re- regardless... Well, my one buddy who everyone thinks is black, he's Arabic too. We, I thought he was, when we were in high school together, I thought he was black. 
He well, he's from black- Kenya, though. The family's from <laughs> Kenya. Well, that's a whole other story. Okay. So that's the Exeter Underground, apparently. And uh, we will... I, 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 I want to, like, not do a show next week. Why? Because of Christmas? No. Because, like, I'm going to be getting ready to go away. Oh. So no show next week. What do you say? That's fine. Okay. So we'll be back in two weeks with hyperlocal news. Isn't there a meeting on And analysis. There is. Oh, God damn it. We got to do a show. Okay. We're doing a show. I was just going to say, isn't there a meeting? Oh, Christ. And it's going to be probably be a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, with that said, I got to pee. Me too. Okay. Too many coffees today. Yes, indeed. All right. So we thank you for listening. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And I am not taking that call. I'm sorry. I can't take the call because, like, like I got to pee. <laughs> it's that bad. Got to drain the dragon. So uh, we thank you for listening. We yes, appreciate Merry it. Christmas, everybody. And Merry Christmas to everybody. And tune in next week, same time. We will be uh, thrilled to... Take your calls that week. And end out the year. Yes. Bye, everybody. Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media.